When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to take a look at the best dividend kings right now. December will be the sixth month that I am covering this strategy, and it's been quite interesting thus far. If you're new here, let me fill you in on what I'm doing and how it's working out. Each month I use four simple methods to select eight of the best dividend kings for the month. The goal for these strategies is to achieve a better total return, which is the share price appreciation plus dividend income, than all of the dividend kings combined. I started tracking these strategies in July of this year, and thus far all four of them are doing better than the average dividend king return. So far, my theoretical strategies are off to a great start, but 5 months is a relatively short period of time. Since the best way to invest in dividend stocks is with the buy and hold strategy, I have also been tracking how such an approach using these 4 simple strategies has worked out as well. And again, all 4 strategies are doing better than the average dividend king return. Let me give you the exact return figures, and then I'll talk about each strategy and finally get to the selections for December. The average dividend king return in November was minus 1.68% and the July through November return is minus 0.67%. So the past 5 months have not been kind for the Dividend Kings collectively. But two of my strategies offered alpha in November. The quant strategy performed the best, losing only 0.56%. The second best return was the highest expected growth, combined with the return to fair value strategy, that lost 1.31%. The chowder strategy lost 1.74%, and underperformed the average Dividend King return. And the worst performing strategy was the highest expected growth strategy, with a loss of 2.04%. When we take a look at the past 5 months, each of these 4 strategies has a positive return. If you recall, the average dividend king return is down 0.67%. The best performing strategy thus far is the highest expected growth combined with the return to fair value. The strategy is up 3.52% between July and November, which is 4.19% better than the average dividend king return. The quant strategy is not too far behind, with a 3.22% return, and 3.89% of alpha. The highest expected growth strategy has a return of 2.13%, and is generating 2.8% of alpha so far. And the worst performing strategy is the chowder strategy, that has a return of 0.36%, with 1.03% of alpha. Looking at the buy and hold portfolios for each strategy, which are a better representation of the real-life performance for each approach, we can see a very similar pattern. All four strategies beat the average dividend king return in November, with the best performing strategy being the highest expected growth combined with the return of fair value, that lost only 0.07%. This strategy is also up 4.61% during the last 5 months, and is generating 5.28% of alpha over the dividend kings. The highest expected growth strategy has a 5 month return of 3.6%, and 4.27% of alpha. The quant strategy is third with a 2.84% return, and 3.5% of alpha. And the chowder strategy is doing the worst with a 0.24% return and 0.91% of alpha. 5 months is still a relatively short period of time to evaluate whether any of these strategies is a good approach for the long term. But it's nice to see that they have all started off quite well, and I have high expectations going forward. So let's talk more about each strategy now. First up we have the chowder strategy, which is very simple. In this approach, I am selecting stocks based on the combined value of the current dividend yield and the 5 year dividend growth rate. I compute these values for all the current dividend kings and select the 8 companies with the highest chowder value. For the month of December, we actually have 3 new dividend kings to choose from. Becton Dickinson, Granger, and Target have joined the ranks of the dividend kings, 
and I am super excited to have more stocks to choose from. I know some Dividend Kings lists already include Target, but I have opted to use the list provided on SureDividend.com. Going back to the Chowder strategy. It is the strategy with the fewest number of changes thus far. The objective of the strategy is to target stocks that offer attractive dividend yields or attractive dividend growth, and ideally a good combination of these two factors. The average dividend yield of the 8 best Chowder stocks for December is 3.12%. All 35 Dividend Kings have an average dividend yield of 2.34%. So you're getting about 3 quarters of a percent more with this strategy. These 8 stocks are also averaging 10.65% dividend growth during the last 5 years, compared to only 6.34% dividend growth for all 35 Dividend Kings. And the best Chowder stocks for December are Hormel, Lowe's, Altria Group, Nordson, Stepin, SJW Group, Cisco, and Universal Corporation. So once more, this list remains unchanged from the prior month. I know this strategy has gotten off to the slowest start compared to the other three strategies. However, keep in mind that the goal is to generate alpha over all the dividend kings. And the chowder strategy is doing that so far, on top of giving you a higher starting yield and an above average dividend growth rate. Strategy number two is the highest expected return strategy. Here I am looking at forecasted future earnings per share growth rates. Historically, companies that were able to grow their earnings quickly have also achieved better total returns. So I am trying to leverage this correlation using the Dividend Kings. And since I don't know what the future will look like, I use the next best thing, which are forecasted earnings per share growth rates. These are forecasts created by analysts, and since there are multiple analysts covering a single company, what happens is that their forecasts are averaged, and these can be used as a good approximation of what to expect in terms of earnings growth for a specific company. I looked up a 5-year earnings growth forecast for all 35 Dividend Kings. So let's take a look at which 8 Dividend Kings have the highest forecast right now. We have ABM Industries, Cincinnati Financial, Dover, HP Fuller, Granger, Lowe's, Cisco, and Target. There is some shuffle for this list from the prior month, as the two new Dividend Kings made the cut. Granger and Target replaced Emerson Electric and Nordson. Their average 5-year earnings per share growth forecast for these 8 Dividend Kings is 20.91%. All 8 of them are forecasted to grow in the mid to high teens, with the exception of Cisco that has a 54% forecast. The figure is accurate, because Cisco had pretty bad earnings recently, and they are bouncing back from those lows. Now I don't actually think Cisco can offer the best total return from this bunch. I don't read these forecasts literally, but rather I believe these 8 companies have the potential to grow their earnings faster than the other 27 dividend kings. And if the correlation between earnings growth and total return pans out, I can stand to beat the average dividend king return in the future. The average dividend yield for these 8 dividend kings is 1.59%, which is considerably lower than the 8 chowder picks for December. That's because this strategy is more geared towards total return and not dividend yield. Strategy number 3 is a build on strategy number 2. This strategy is focused on the highest expected growth combined with the return to fair value. So here I combine the forecasted 5 years earning growth with the current dividend yield theory over or under valuation. The added benefit here is that I am not only looking to where the stock may be going in the future, but also factoring in how attractively it is priced today. Thus far this has been the best performing strategy. The margins aren't wide, but nevertheless it seems to be the most effective approach for the time being. So the 8 best dividend kings for strategy number 3 for December are ABM Industries, Becton Dickinson, HP Fuller, Hormel, Lowe's, Nordson, Northwest Natural Gas, and Cisco. Two changes this month compared to November. Becton Dickinson, one of the new dividend kings this month, pops on the radar here, and Nordson makes a return to the list after sitting out in November. The two November selections that have fallen off are Altria Group and Stanley Black & Decker. The December selections offer an average dividend yield of 1.94%, with a trailing 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.46%. And finally, strategy number 4, which is the quant strategy. Here I am simply relying on Wall Street analyst ratings for which dividend kings they think present the best opportunity going forward. 
I use quant ratings provided on Seeking Alpha, where the stock is rated from 1 to 5, with 5 being the best grade and a very bullish outlook. The best 8 dividend kings based on quant rating for December are ABM Industries, Black Hills Corporation, HP Fuller, Coca-Cola, Lowe's, Parker Hannafin, Stanley Black & Decker, and Target. Just one change this month, as Target, the newest dividend king on the list, replaces Cincinnati Financial. The quant strategy has performed well thus far. In fact, it has the best monthly return for two months running now, and is about 30 basis points behind strategy number three, that is the current leader. The buy and hold portfolio for the quant strategy is doing a little worse, but it's still 3.5% ahead of the average dividend king return. The December picks offer an average dividend yield of 1.9%, with a trailing 5-year dividend growth rate of 6.97%. Of course I'm not recommending any of these strategies for you. I have not backtested any of them, and they are purely based on theory. I will continue to track them going forward, and I believe the results will be positive in the long run. If you like investing in the dividend kings, perhaps you can find value in this analysis, and include it in your process. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.